0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to WrestleMania Week here on Eat Sleep
1: Suplex Read sweet. Welcome everyone to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet Another show on the road to Wrestlemania We've had the best of the rest We've had a Kofi profile, a Batista profile And we've topped the undercard We're now going to talk the Hall of Fame And how fitting that I have a panel of first ballot Absolute Hall of Shamers with me today (laughs) I'm Ross McLeod and joining me is A man who on sweeps is the G-O-A-T And on quizzes is (laughs) (laughs) S-H-I-T The embodiment of the Glasgow Uni accent it's David Campbell.
2: See, I thought this was my induction you into the SSR Hall of Fame today, so <laughs> I'm actually kind of disappointed that there's no ceremony or pomp and circumstance. It's fine. This I awesome. mean, there's caramel nibs,
1: Starbucks, <laughs> and Caribou. I mean, what more do you want? There's also MMs about it at that end of the day. that's what we need. <laughs> for choice. Yes. Apologies for any rustling here, lads. We are having a dinner. Next up is a man that's blown more quizzes than Rafe Rovers have uh, promotion chances. <laughs> oh, oh. A man who, much like me, gave David Campbell a platform to be a wee fanny. <laughs> the founder of the G-U-P-W-S Twitter account Nathan I- <laughs> Yeah I created G-U-P-W-S now one day
3: I'm going to have to kill it <laughs> <laughs> Just that's
1: your legacy sitting, sending Brexit tweets <laughs> to full time <it> <laughs> And up next a man who as well as hosting this party tonight as we are currently in del Lucas although we know Hazel runs this yard it's A man who hosted a show about wrestlers who didn't quite make the mountaintop. Ironic, as he still can't win the (laughs) ESSR title. Alan, how are you?
0: Everyone knows. that's a conspiracy against (laughs) the big dog. Roman proved that, it and so will <laughs> I.
1: Chris, this goes out on Friday actually, you could win the title the day this goes
0: out Damn right, I'm winning and retaining. You you will be the guy
1: who hold it for two days, won't you? No, nope, I'll really be the guy who hold it forever.
2: Just to would that be the shortest train, yeah?
1: No. No, it'd probably be, be Scott, yeah. Scott official. No, you're Scott or Quacky? Oh yeah. No no Scott won it on the quiz. Aye, because he won From it on Scottish. And then oh, yes, Dave run back. I saw fighting now. It's all good. <laughs> Dave's like uh, Dave Scott's like you, he just blows it in the last round. <laughs>
0: And oh, I'm now getting the prestigious title of Nathan Fisher Award. It's now the Big Dog Award, because I've been saying more times than Nathan. It'll now, that be called, so it'll
1: now be called the 43 Award with Scott's face on it. Like, no! <laughs> I should
0: have prepared
1: that. Scott with a cane last crying. <laughs> He's my bed in this, I don't know why. I've always loved Scott, me Anyway, we're going to talk Hall of Fame. It's always a topic of discussion, you know Who's in, who should be in Who's went in too late And we're going to start off With two of the sort of Iffy picks, if you will Picks that are We'll put them in the Coco Beware category Because he's always the one People bring up First off Tori Wilson So she was brought in, in the invasion angle She was meant to be a big part Of a, a Vince McMahon love triangle Where Linda would divorce Vince for cheating on her with Tori Wilson and give half the company to Shane. They scrapped that, and for the next seven years, she just sort of was there david do you have any fond memories uh, of tori
2: wilson i think like she's took part in one of the best technical wrestling matches i've ever seen uh, the playboy power fight at wrestlemania 22. Yeah, she's yeah. Had Michelle, absolute mat uh, matt classic i think we're just gonna be pardon the pun um but you know tori wilson it's hard to say she doesn't deserve ah. it because of her longevity as you pointed out there ross the fact that she actually didn't win a title when she was in wwe mm-hmm. does that matter does it not matter I think when it boils down to it, Tori Wilson is a name that sort of non-wrestling fans might know and might get them a bit of mainstream exposure because of the things that she's done since she left the company and the name she established back in the most popular time. So in that sense, yes, I get why she's going in. She kind of does deserve it in a sense because of that mainstream exposure. I totally agree.
0: Well, some of the matches actually weren't that bad. You know, it's just sad that she wrestled at a time where women's wrestling was really demoted to the toilet break, as they called it. And the matches had some decent rivalries as well, but here's another thing. When she came back as well, she's actually not only looking younger, God knows how she's done, but she's actually performing better when she is actually wrestling. So she's actually improved with
2: age so the
1: it's like Shawn Michaels as well I think that's a wrestling thing footballers hit their peak at 28 wrestlers (laughs) hit it at (laughs) 38 aye
2: it was when she came back in the rumble I completely agree with you Alan she surprised me I was like I didn't think I saw Tori Wilson hitting these moves like back in the day you know and now she looks younger than she did when she first came in yeah you
3: know Mm-hmm. to quote someone who we'll be talking about later on tonight Toy Wilson shucky-ducky quack-quack <laughs> I think she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as well um, obviously technically quite limited but when you, I think when you see that she did two playboy shoots you could argue she brought more eyes to the product during that time than other people yeah. we'll discuss later on plus
2: didn't outsell Sable which
0: was the yes. highest
2: selling one
3: playboy mm-hmm. so at
0: that point
2: Sable as well yeah. mm-hmm. and to have a one-on-one take the context of the match into account if you want, to have a one-on-one women's match at WrestleMania. That not many yeah. people can say they had that in that year. And we had two in that same two in that one show. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women
3: who you could argue could be who should be in before her, but she still deserves her place I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Fair enough. Uh, so our panel we've went with agreed. Three three
1: votes out of three. Tori should be in. Next up is the man of a billion gimmicks. He's Hulk Hogan's wee brother. He's Hulk Hogan's best pal He's a barber A booty man A silent man A zodiac killer yeah. I, I'm not going to list all the gimmicks We'll be here the whole show Space cowboy uh, <laughs> He is Brutus the Barber Beefcake Nathan I know you're kind of against this
3: one what, what has he contributed to the business? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apart from being Hulk Hogan's pal Like literally I think he's won like, a tag twice Like once or twice But like <laughs> Nah, he doesn't deserve to be there Am I even saying you You want him to be in? I don't know Like I've never seen him before <laughs> Like I can <laughs> honestly say That I've yeah. never seen any footage Someone said uh, I, I can't believe, I don't know if it was The Hall of Fame Charlie group chat That is a, a good choice But I can't But who
2: I, I said a good choice Because I just know his name Because <laughs> <laughs> like, people mention him All the time But the only thing I've seen Of Brutus the Barber Beefcake Is him like Smiling crazily And holding like Those shears Like that's yeah. the only footage Of him I've seen Like so <laughs> And it's not as though Like with all the legends They like to bring them back Occasionally And do stuff with them I've been watching Regularly since 2006 Can't remember seeing Brutus the Barber Beefcake no. On any WWE show
1: I think he did like One skit In the Edging Christian show And all we learned for that is He has both nipples pierced <laughs> Back <Yep>. for shedding <laughs> 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 Know <laughs> Alan uh, Thoughts on beefcake Other than these nipples Take his nipples out of your mind
0: I can't you put them in there You <laughs> horrible human being The only thing And this will break Derek's heart I'm sorry Derek I know we discussed it yesterday But you no know, Tough titty Bring the nipples in Is <laughs> 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 um, He did His skit show You know what you call it Gave us one of the great scenes In history of wrestling Break up the rockers mm-hmm. Short Michaels was flung Marty Janney through the window mm-hmm. That's about it for me <laughs> And I don't I'm not upset he's in it because there's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame that really shouldn't be in it, in my opinion. I'm not surprised he's gone in, but I'm not kind of saying he should deserve to be in it. Because he for other ways maybe not really done a lot. His name has been around for a long, long time and people do recognise the name.
1: To me, he's one of these ones who is See when the 80s boom took off? He just happened to be there, like everyone remembers like the first season Of say A, a TV Like a kids TV show They watch mm-hmm. Where the cast Like a Power Rangers Much like wrestling The cast change regularly You remember your ones But they're not always The best ones It's just because You watched it When you were a kid He was there At the boom period And it just sort of Seems like Nathan says It was Hulk Hogan's pal so that's how we got into the WWF That's how we got a big push So we got a tag title match One WrestleMania Teaming with Hulk Hogan And it was just so Hulk Hogan Could spoil the main event
3: Later the, that night yeah. Pre-WWF We did have a gimmick Where it was literally Hulk Hogan's brother Yeah he was terrible though. Uh, it's just Was this not announced On Monday there? Because mm-hmm. uh, I actually thought It was an April Fool <laughs> it was like me, <laughs> and it was,
0: I was leaked for like two weeks earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It, I seen it all on social media was going in, and I, I was really hoping for Bulldog this year. Ah, yeah, I feel I like could, this yeah. is the time yeah. for
2: Bulldog. Well, see, the other name that was coming up was Taz, and I think Taz would have been a it, despite the fact that m WWE, don't have the best relationship yeah. right now. Taz for me is a lot more yeah, deserving, yeah, And a lot more absolutely. relevant and, to the company. Oh, broke an <laughs> ankle streak, with
0: the Royal Rumble 2000. God, okay, it's not. Not don't take a streak, but he'd went something like forty odd matches a yeah. defeat, and he ended dying in about three minutes. It's for oh, his commentary work as well.
2: What's, mm. I agree with Nathan. I agree. With him. Right, Taz would I, I agree.
1: Yeah. Taz would have been a good So a bit. we would rather Taz. Do we think maybe this is <laughs> we've seen how WWE have tried to slowly bring Hulk Hogan slowly but surely back
3: into the company? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, David said before that Hulk Hogan still got obviously still an influence. His kids stuck getting his battles in.
1: Stupid
2: it generally is I could rant about this Hulk Hogan thing for days Hulk Hogan needs WWE more than WWE needs Hulk Hogan but WWE does not seem to realise this like this is one of the things I think there's like wrestling fans tend to divide things into Vince McMahon thinking and Triple H thinking that seems to be like a divider these days Uh, the Hulk Hogan thing for me is very much Vince McMahon Mm -hmm. thinking like oh Hulk Hogan damn it like nine WrestleManias in a row let's get him back you know and it's like you can't let go of the past you know that was a terrible impression Twenty years. The guy transcended wrestling, what you wrestle, mm-hmm. think about it, he's the first person I will
0: most people
2: I'd say 99% of wrestling,
0: yeah. at for, usually wrestling, giving the first name Hogan to anyone else, and 99% of them. Yeah, he, he, he's the reason, pretty much. I don't can't speak for everyone else, but he's the reason I can't wrestle. I grew up idolizing Hulk Hogan, and up until I before I moved here, I still had my Hulk Hogan shampoo bottle of having these arms up. And it says in his t shirt, take your vitamins, you know, eat well, and all that stuff. I still had that, I wasn't allowed to bring it. <laughs> but um, You know I, I totally agree with you though At the same time WWE does not need him Yeah They've not announced ins- Some holder it have done someday.
1: There is no There's been no uh, Inductees announced uh, Sorry Inductors mm. I think that's true, yeah. Do you think that maybe because They're going to Have Hulk Induct Beefcake And they don't want the backlash They said that they are doing away with inductors But So
2: That might be the case If it's not the case And it mm. is Supplies inductors um, I don't think Hulk Hogan will get the best reception at the Hall of Fame uh, this is a lot of uh, indif- like indie fans who might be at that show a lot of clued up fans who will be at that show who know the sort of backstory behind mm-hmm. the reason why he departed WWE uh, for a number of years I don't think it's a smart move, fair enough in Saudi Arabia but not in the weekend before Wrestlemania
1: yeah so definitely so we'll move on to our first one. Nathan alluded to this inductee earlier. Shucky-ducky-quack-quack. Quack. Booker T.E. is already in the Hall of Fame. He's now going in as part of Harlem Heat with his brother Stevie Ray. Dave, something you wanted to talk about is the two-time inductees. It's something I was thinking about this morning, if someone does well in a tag team, but the other tag partner is already in the Hall of Fame. Is it right to put them in as a team, or should the other one just go in on his own? I think they should go on in on their own.
2: Um, because think about if you're going to end up to Edge and Christian, I think it'd be a slap in the face to end up to Christian and end up to him in a tag team. And I think that's the same with Stevie Ray. He's had his own independent contributions to the wrestling business. Maybe not as much as Booker has, mm-hmm. but he's done enough. It's the same if we go and talk about the Anvil later on. The reason I think they've done it this year of all years is because they don't have a clear-cut headliner. And they didn't want to induct Triple H on his own outside the Degeneration generation X. And I think that's why we've got all these two-time Hall of Famers to come in, to try and get people in more eyes on the show. Like, oh, we're going to see Booker T, there's a name I recognise. We're going to see Bret Hart, there's a name I recognise. Harlem Heat, obviously the greatest tag team in WCW history. No doubt about it, you know what I mean? I've went back and watched some of the old Nitros with them. Great matches, great innovative tag team for their time, immensely popular. Do I think they should have just inducted Stevie Ray on his own?
3: Aye. I'm going to say no Purely because the only Single Stevie Ray feud I can remember Is when him and Booker T Were feuding For Booker's right use the word T At the end It's like Pete Russo I mean I can, I can see where Dave was coming from It does kind of like Take away the fact that He's obviously contributed To the business as well As part of the tag team Is maybe It's hard to explain That he kind of and both as well, although in the WDF and like in Stevie Ray's case, he's maybe when had the high profile singles, he he would have had like pre mm-hmm. and Higher has been recognised probably, him going solo as well, yeah. So I can see both sides, mm-hmm. Well, I see both sides,
0: but uh, it's clear as a singles wrestler, it's not not worthy. I think for me, I don't know much about him as a mm-hmm. singles wrestler, but I'm not disrespecting mm-hmm. in that way because I I to talk back and look at, but I think as a tag team absolutely deserving they set you know the groundwork for so many of the tag teams. I mean the outlaws have admitted they were of an influence, you know, and Eddie mm-hmm. uh, Edition admitted it as well and a few others. So these and these are guys that are Hall of Fame worthy or are going into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. that deserve their place and I think maybe maybe one day get his his chance to win. Maybe <laughs> I don't know but I think that Alan He have to win as a team.
1: For me, for me it's difficult because you could talk about maybe Booker T and will we we'll just talk about why Hulk Hogan shouldn't be there to induct people. Booker T broke a lot of boundaries for African American <coughs> superstars and superstars of colour in WCW and WWF and wrestling as a whole. But on the flip side of that, as a tag team, you know, even earlier in the late 80s and mid-90s, Harlem Heat were breaking down barriers, and I think that's maybe why they want to put them in as a team for what they've done. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put Booker in once for what he did individually for people of colour and the Harlem Heat for the barriers mm-hmm. they broke down mm-hmm. as well. Totally. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't
2: be as vocally against it if it wasn't for the fact that we're getting three two-time Hall of Famers in this year's class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely right. understand the point you're making there, Ross. And with Harlem Heat, they're probably, out of all the teams and groups including two-time Hall of Famers in this class they're probably the team that most deserves to go in on their own mm-hmm. uh, like as a tag team, as a unit because of everything you just said I think it's just because of the context of the class this year that I have the the problem mm-hmm. with it Well we'll bring up later on the two-time thing because I always thought it was so special for Flair mm-hmm. and
0: now it's it kind of feels a bit tangent. I think we'll talk about it later on but I was just totally done to me and nobody's mentioned it maybe we're not one to mention it but I will the reason for me that just came to mind that they're going is because this just like WWE's apology for Hogan yeah. Because mm, yeah. the, sto- the end story Involved Booker T mm-hmm. So is this to be a And if there is going to be I guess Inductor My, my money would be doing this one yeah. It's his way Of trying to rectify that wrong That would be the worst thing ever And yeah. the thing is That could go one of two ways It can be As you say The worst thing ever And it goes down badly Or this could be the moment Where people realise He made a stupid mistake And this is them showing The, the world No know me Get by it, just move on. If they're genuinely really sorry,
2: mm-hmm. move on, accept it, and move on. But people make mistakes.
0: I
3: don't uh, think that would
2: have well at all. Alan, do you want to sit there and hear Hulk Hogan say, Oh, they broke down the barriers for African American wrestlers, brother, knowing what he did? Yeah, like I think if said. Hulk Hogan is going to to him, he makes it short and sweet.
0: Like he just says, For me, the greatest tag team in the history of wrestling, Harlem Just say that. That would probably get him over with the fans, and people would accept that.
1: Ironically enough, because the most noteworthy promo that Harlem Heat have ever cut <laughs> involved Hulk Hogan and it's the infamous Hulk Hogan we are coming for you oh
2: I forgot that yes
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, something <laughs> I want to talk about as well we talked about two time inductors uh, Stevie Ray and Booker T have been very vocal on Twitter about uh, Sherry Martel, mm-hmm. uh, sensational Sherry saying that you know Booker's going in twice they want Sherry in twice because she was a massive part of them in mm-hmm. WCW mm-hmm. do you think it's something they've done before you know they put their own version of the horseman in. they put mm-hmm. The, uh, we'll talk about later. They're only putting two of the Hart Foundation, and they're putting the original tag team. Mm-hmm. Is it something that the inductees should get to choose? Like, by the way, we want our fellow tag partner in. Do you think that's fair, or do you think it should be just case a
3: Angus. take what you're given? I should get a choice. Yeah. I mean, there's another member of Hall it Me should be getting inducted as well. The third member. Of Harland Heat 2K, Big T, Ahmed Johnson. I mean, Mr. <laughs> and Billy Gunn have called there. So one yes is that Ahmed Johnson deserves to be up there. It's
0: An ideal world, yes, but it's Fanny McMahon. He um, is so deluded with the real world right now that, um, no, it's his way or the highway. And you don't get me wrong, he's obviously got an empire. He's, he's changed wrestling, he's changed sports, entertainment, he's done it all. But his time
2: needs to come. He needs to step aside and let Triple A's take over. But he that, needs to. Even on Sherry Martel, like I don't see why they would be against it. Like mm-hmm. they've already inducted her in the Hall of Fame back in two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. When the Moolah scandal came out, they were considering changing the name of the Battle Royal to the sensational yeah. Sherry mm-hmm. Memorial Battle Royal. So I don't see why someone with the name value and one of the greatest professional wrestling managers of all time and Cherry Martel wouldn't be considered um, as going in as a two-time Hall of Famer. If you're going to do it anyway, like you said,
1: might as well. Yeah, might as well. So I think I think we all agree both of them deserve to go in as a team. I think the only reason we're sort of against Booker part is because there's so many two timers going in this year. I think is that f- safe to say? Yeah. Well, I mean, Mr. Hardy, there's so many. I mean, there's four
0: in total. No, it? no, I mean there's three. There's no- three going in this year. It's,
1: yeah. it, it, as I said earlier, we'll
0: briefly
1: we'll talk about it later on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tarnished it slightly mm-hmm. with Flair having that title for so long. Mm-hmm. Enough. So we moved from one two timer to another two timer. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. I think on his name value yeah. alone, you say that to people. Everyone can go, yeah. He, if someone goes mm-hmm. in twice, he deserves it. Uh, we've got the Heart Foundation going and We could talk all day about why Owen's not going in, you know, the the unfortunate history there. You talked about Bulldog, Alan. Do you think they should have included uh, Brian Pillman and Bulldog Absolutely. if they were gonna- mm-hmm. also going to?
0: Bulldog's obviously won his own right. And mm-hmm. I, was, I actually had a petition to try and get him in this year, but mm-hmm. it came to no avail. But Bulldog should have been included because they are one of the great factions. Yeah, Night Hart and of the original tag team, but that for that actual faction was tremendous and their rivalry with the likes of Nation
3: DX, is brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Now, just following what Anne said, I mean, if you like the Austin Shamrock the as well, they're the first to do that whole face in Canada here in America mm-hmm. thing as well. I mean, that whole 997 as a whole is very underrated year. I think they're a very underrated faction. I think mm-hmm. they all deserve to go on together.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: David. I will say I think you look at the longevity of the Heart Foundation as a tag team it was probably, from what, when I was doing my research, probably across seven years, while as the Heart Foundation as a stable was like a year or just over it, if I can remember correctly. So I think they've probably factored that in as well. Like mm-hmm. when you say the name Heart Foundation, probably most people do remember the tag team of the Hitman and the Anvil. What I will say is this I think Jim the Anvil Nightheart was a big enough personality and has a big enough sort of mainstream following even with and I hate to bring up the show Total Divas like mm-hmm. he has a mainstream stuff mm-hmm. from that like he's mentioned and featured in that show quite prominently mm-hmm. so I think if there was like he could have went in on his own like I said like he has enough clout he has enough name value within the industry Hartford Nation is one of the greatest tag teams of all time I can't mm-hmm. have too many complaints about the tag team going in together Can I just ask a question? Obviously he's going to be greatly missed and as I said, that we could, he deserves to go one as a singles
0: competitor as well. Do you
1: think the death's the only reason he's gone in? That's the no reason they're getting inducted. I, I hope not. I personally. think I think they would have put him in, but I think uh, I'm actually surprised this year you didn't see Vader going hmm. because Vader yeah. was one he he mentioned that when he inducted uh, Stan Stasiak, not, uh, sorry Stan Hansen, that he did want to be a Hall of Famer, and there was a massive like mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter petition to get him in, I'm surprised he's not in this year. I think the timing, much like uh, Guerrero and Edge retiring suddenly, is mm-hmm. the reason he's went in this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think he would have been in in, I mean, the, in the future, only, yeah. it's just the fact that he died so suddenly, you know, he, he was 60,
2: wasn't he? Yeah, and I don't yeah. think that should take away from the induction, like a lot of people will go and say that, like, oh, well, the only reason he's going in is because he's dead. He would have went in and eventually, being cynical they've got Natalia in the company it'll be a good segment for Total Divas for the, film for the reality show yeah. you've got to take that into account as well
1: yeah yeah, because obviously as you said he was instrumental in the early years of Bret, Bret Hart would have made-, made it himself but you know in the early 80s you know it was Land of the Giants the smaller guy needed a big guy and mm. Anvil played his part well he then was a big part with the Owen and Bret feud you know we, we mentioned it on our Best WrestleMania opener show that's one of the best matches of all time mm-hmm. that was a big part of the feud and then 97 as you mentioned Nathan an underrated year so I think he's got enough to go in on his own but I think that's the reason eh, obviously Natalia as well trained her mm-hmm. and it is her father yeah. enough to go on his own but he is going in I think we're not complaining about certain ones going in I think it's just more the fact that as you said Flair was the only two time Hall of Famer and in yep. the space of one year it's now went from one to four two time mm-hmm. Hall of Famers yeah I think that's the only thing we're sort
2: of. I think, I think if it was Bret Hart who became like the second two time Hall of Famer and that was it,
1: mm-hmm. people would be like, I sound like
2: it's mm-hmm. is like he probably deserves mm-hmm. it. But it's like you say, you've got Brett and then you've got Sean who doesn't really need to go in again, let's be honest. And then um, Booker as well. And it's nothing against Booker T, but he's not on
1: the level of those mm-hmm. other guys yeah, for yeah. me, you uh, know what I mean, it's in terms too, of yeah.
2: main event drawing power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's probably why the discussion's happening. Yeah
1: and of course there's always a speech at the Hall of Fame Bret Hart is he's not afraid to say what's on his mind uh, will we hear some rather controversial moments from Bret Hart this year? I think he's just going to come out and say
2: Triple H versus The <sighs> Undertaker end of an era was a rubbish match You I'll stand by it till my dying day <laughs> and that'll be the end of the speech
0: <laughs> I, I think he'll be very PC this one because he wouldn't want it, Jim's induction to be
1: tarnished. I think that's actually true. I think if it was he,
0: I think if it was him going in again and Bulldog was going in with him Well mm-hmm. no, actually they're all dead aren't they? I suppose not yeah. If TV was going in with someone else mm-hmm. who was still living, hmm I would like that. It it's actually a sad moment for it it. It. But he's the last yeah. one. Mm. And for that you'll not tarnish yeah. Danville's yeah. reputation. Mm-hmm. He hasn't put the equal. If, if for example Bulldog was still living, I reckon the two and the ripped in mm-hmm. they wanted, yeah. to, they made it awkward. But because he's the last one, I think he'll just say thanks, these speech, and
1: walk away. I think as well, it is a nice moment because we remember Bret's went in before, but he didn't do the WrestleMania the next night.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. He mm-hmm. was
1: still, it was only 10 years after Scrooge screwjob. Yeah. The Bridges hadn't been he's mended yet. Like, it. Yeah. It's nice now that Bret is going to get the big, you know, the big, one last big pop in a massive stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's nice for him too and I think, as you said, Alan, he's not talent talented for the likes of he? he's his niece Natalia or his friend and grandma, Jimmy Ivill.
2: If I'm tearing up now, that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> It's
0: quite sad to you think of that. That's just done to do me, he's the only one left oh, I the faction.
3: Yeah.
0: Just about just it, you forget the rest of them are there. There's
3: a photo on Twitter, it was um, the rest of them are in black and white, and yeah. the only one in colours yeah. that I. Oh man. No, look.
1: We'd, we'd apologize. We 25. do apologise for anybody that's sitting greeting right now we did, <laughs> we did come in here having a right laugh We had sweeties <laughs> and everything We were talking about deaths <laughs> So our next inductee is Sue Atkinson uh, From, I apologise if i butchered that name uh, It's going to be the Warrior Award uh, She's credited with the WrestleMania Reading Challenge And she's credited with WWE's relationship with the Make-A-Wish Foundation Just obviously the Warrior Award itself Forget about the man and the controversy Because we could be here for ages his warrior world was they wanted backstage people that would never be recognised to be awarded. Are we glad that we Kingdom kind of moved towards this? The sort of uh, the, what it was intended to be.
2: Aye, but I'm not going to say you shouldn't abducted like corner the crusher and stuff. Like that. I no, no, think no, no. <laughs> I think the people who have had it before, yeah. like obviously, deserve some sort of acknowledgement. And those have been nice, agents in WWE's part. I do think it's good we see backstage people going in. Mm. Make a wish has been a great. Charitable cause, uh, John Cena obviously a big proponent of that. Um, it's good that they're moving towards that. No complaints, I'm not going to be controversial about this much. no, no it, it, it
1: is one of those ones, that's, it's sort of a minefield, it's like, should it have been used the way beforehand, but then again, we're not going to turn around and go, you know, Connor the Crusher, you know, in the six years he was on this planet, did so much for Cancer Awareness, you know, yeah, you get that. Uh, Jarius, who survived multiple diseases and has done so much, know, you know, he right. yeah, I can't remember the TV, the daytime TV host, but a massive breast cancer awareness person, yeah. Eric. Uh, I, I, I forgot all the names. I do uh, apologise. Yeah. But you know the past Warrior inductees. It is hard to turn and go. You don't deserve it. It should have been you know the guy that does the costumes. <laughs> Hi, where's
2: Jim Johnson? Yeah, I mean, like it's nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a hard one as well, you know, because the award itself is the like people aren't a fan of the Warrior having the award after him, and then people aren't fan. You know if it's being used one way or another, it is just. But it's nice to see Sue, who has done so much for charity, get a wee recognition, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. nearly as know who she is, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I'm, I'm sure John Cena will end up adopt her. John Cena, no, number one in speed dial. Yeah, John, he, and easier to go down to California. Oh <laughs> God,
2: don't you? Do you know what I hope happens? I hope Sue gets the biggest pop at WrestleMania. <laughs> so that's what I hope. She probably will. <laughs> Justice for I want Sue in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. She <laughs> get that
0: centre star on stage.
2: got <laughs> <her> my DX
1: Sue. <laughs> oh god can you just imagine Shawn Michaels spray paint a big giant X on poor suit. <laughs> evening gown for Wrestlemania eggs are
3: oh, back mad Sue and reading's good so. and yeah, yeah. all you think that they're moving towards what Warrior actually wanted for the world now that Dana Warrior is on the creative team Ah, is she. I did not. Yeah, know she's it. a writer now. I, I did not know she was on the creative team. Yeah, she that is, that well, Billy, Graham anyway. <laughs> Billy Graham was
1: not
2: happy about it. Billy like Graham <laughs> is
1: like Billy Graham is the wrestling, the wrestler equivalent of Jim Cornette. He's just never happy at anything. Nah. Moving on from a good old southern baller, who Jim Cornette would be happy has gone in. It's the honky tonk man. He's got his long side buns. His hair slicked back. He's came to your town and he's been Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the longest reigning at champion of all time he's probably never going to be beaten because that that was the era of you know 500, 600 day title reigns Alan I know you're not a fan of a long title reign more than like 4 or 5 months
0: I, I'd say 6 I push 6 I push you can get a couple of decent rivalries in 6 months I mean Punks, reign steel, that's not going to aj i fit I f I'm Big fan of AJ, I did like the fact that he was a champion for a long time, but from what we were discussing yesterday there in the creative perspective, WWE failed him. Nakamura, it's a dream rivalry, and it, it just bombed, and that should have been the one that picked up and just set it off, and there's a lot of ones they missed, it's more Joe one it came too late, too late, people were just waiting for AJ to drop, my passion for it and going, but yeah, back then, as you see, because you had remember right that team, Hogan was champion for like, nearly three years or something, or four years. You know, they all held big like, titles, so games because everyone deserved to go in, um, And also the fact that he put over Warrior as well when Warrior took off him, and he was he was always entertaining. And he was the rocks, you know, you know, idol for you know, the
1: side bumps. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah. Definitely deserved one. I'm sorry, Ocky, I think I knew it was the rock singing the Honky Tonk Man team song. Oh. <laughs> Nathan, what are your uh, thoughts on the Honky Tonk Man going in and thoughts of he's in a corner of the title
3: run? I knew what Alan said, um, don't know much about his career but like Alan said the one title reign helped put what helped spear rocket the warrior on towards the local title of the following year. Did I have a later run as well? I think came back in the nineties. I came back. Coming, in the, uh, he did commentary he did the commentary, commentary. actually. The commentary He said as a commentator as well. Um, I was surprised about that
1: because they're not a bad blood. For Vince yeah. yeah. So what I, I was saying when he get inducted was they must have paid him handsomely because he has been offered a fair few years. They always like to have a, a sort of a mid-carder, eighties guy going because it always pops the crowd and it's always a nice wee look. Wake up in the middle of the of the Hall of Fame ceremony for years. He said, "I won't abandon the Indies." That's where all my money comes from, and WWE weren't going to offer them what the likes of WrestleCon and you know all these conventions were offering them. So they must have paid him handsomely to get him this year because for years he was. He got, it's not a real Hall of Fame. It's not. Mm. It's not. I mean, if I can't go visit it, it's not a real Hall of Fame. Which I mean is a hard argument to fight against. Mm. You know, we can drive down the road to Hampden Park and go visit the Scottish Football Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you go to the Ibrox or Parkhead there's a like, placard of all the players in the Hall of Fame so you know mm. it's a hard argument to you know argue against
2: yeah mm. and I do think there should be a physical Hall of Fame and actually I actually think it would do good business for WWE because it's, it's a large title kind of a new headquarters is going to have it yeah, that'd be, be class. class. Yeah, it would be class. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I remember of Honky Hunk Man is the Santino Manella's Honky Meter, uh, the most pathetic uh, attempt to try and catch up <laughs> with the Honky Tonk Man reign become the greatest intercontinental champion of all
1: the times. <laughs> um, but you know what? The song's nice. It's, it's nice to see him go in. I think he does yeah. deserve yeah. to go on He is mm-hmm. like we talked about beefcake. His contribution was he was Hogan's friend. Mm-hmm. It, when it suited him you know when he needs to sell books he sold Hogan out quicker than anything but you know Onk <laughs> Top Man was always a own man never abandoned the indies except for this year and he was one of the eleven men eliminated by Kane in the two thousand one Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah, that's it's, the first memory of him. That is my fa- I, that's my favourite memory of the hockey dog yeah. man. Just Pops. hold on a minute, big fella. I'm gonna sing a song. Kane takes the guitar <laughs> him? I'd usually ratoes at his head. I just say I don't like that. Do not disrespect the guitar. <laughs> ah.
0: it's, it's a sad thing. Jeff Jarrett, put your finger stop hitting people with guitars. Find a new tool.
2: <laughs> did he uh, did he not have interactions with Cindy Offer? At WrestleMania, um, I remember he had the entrance in the Cadillac, did he not? His I big car, that was it. lovely. Um, that was like a really good WrestleMania entrance, so oh. obviously an iconic moment on the grandest stage of them all, as they would say.
3: That was, uh, Yeah, that was with Greg Van Tyn and DDP as a driver. DDP oh, was yeah. It, yeah, D, Have you ever heard no, the no, DDP
1: s- story about that? No. It's that the creative team liked his Cadillac, so the Cadillac <laughs> got the job, not him. <laughs> Class. Right. Yeah, so the car got the payday, not him. So, well, that is WWE in a nutshell. now right? he's a Hall of Fame. So we've talked Honky Tonk Man, Tory Wilson, Bruce Beefcake, The Heart Foundation, Harlem Heat, and Big Sue. Big Sue, yes. who we are all, who we will all be cheering. Yes. <laughs> We're marks for Big Sue. We, we all love uh. Big Sue. Big Sue for three-time Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> one for the Warrior uh, one for the Make-A-Wish, one for the, Challenge. the Reading Challenge, <laughs> and one for just being Sue. Yeah, the Sue Award. Yes. Hashtag Suey three times Get it trending <laughs> So I'm going to take piss At this people. <laughs> I've, I've put like Three pence In a charity bucket Occasionally passing, passing charity people In John Square That's about it Do you know It
2: was when Triple H's Tweet came out I was like He's struggling for <laughs> It's like He always has things To say uh, on people But then it's like Once he's just Like no sure Like Sue was always right, here He's am trying, to, <laughs> he's trying to tweet one why is this not about
0: the limiter anymore?
1: I <laughs> not only 90 characters. <laughs> I know, you can always tell, as well, with Vince McMahon, it's always somebody else handling his account, but it's always like, the big people get happy birthdays, and then it's like, yeah. when it's somebody that's not good, it's just like, oh, it's it, it, it's Christian's birthday. Oh, all the enthusiasm of Todd Grisham. When becomes, <laughs> it's Christian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's Christian.
1: <laughs> that's somebody else he's been, uh, before we move on to our final inductee, just, Christian's someone that's been, Fatted about Is someone's going to be in the mm. Hall of Fame Just I'm going to give you just a wee minute each Just to say someone you want In the Hall of Fame Alan you can have someone Other than Bulldog If you want to Maybe put another one forward oh. oh. Rock Rock The Rock is the one I think the Rock would be in If it wasn't for the fact DX The Rock Much like Undertaker be one is the top Yeah The top yeah, like of the headliner yeah.
0: yeah, Absolutely I mm. think
1: Yeah definitely If
0: this take a last year Next year's Taker mm. Uh, but the only thing We swear Is because it's back In Florida next year
1: mm-hmm. Maybe could, The Rock
0: Could mm-hmm. be If The Rock Would just take You know Around about April May, February, March April off Just for like Two months off <laughs> Might get them in You know Might get an actual WrestleMania match We won
1: Look I Just think There'll be 19 movies Not made <coughs> in that time Because The Rock Is always making a movie
0: <laughs> And TV shows And
1: TV shows And Everything else Apps Everything yeah so The Rock for his contribut- <laughs> contribution for, to TV film and apps not at all for wrestling <laughs> uh, Nathan anyone else you'd like to see him Ahmed
3: Johnson. I'm nah, Johnson <laughs> you mentioned earlier I'd go with Bader. Bader. Yeah, I think he's the best big man in wrestling
1: that's the... fair enough and Dave anyone you'd like to yeah, see I had three names for uh, rolling about there I'm going to go
2: with one and I'm going to go with NXT general manager William Regal mm. um, sure. I think Regal sure. for his longevity mm-hmm. uh, for his uh, not only his contributions to WE career in WCW also what he did in the British Independence scene like he came up at the time where uh, the sort of golden era was dying down of that like Big Daddy and uh, who's the other guy again Giant Haystacks Big Daddy uh, were Daddy. still main event in cards when he was coming up as Steven Regal so it's a link into
1: that history and I think it'd be good especially with the launch of the NXT UK brand to have William Regal there front and centre mm-hmm. Enough. and just a couple of names I'd throw in there I'd mention Christian Alan's mentioned Bulldog Goldust who's recently left the company uh, Yeah, and we think he's retired we don't know there might be another Saudi Arabia show Kane yeah. mm-hmm. I think every, every one of them deserves to go in and obviously we mentioned earlier briefly Taz so good few names hopefully we see all of them going in the future but the last group we're going to mention possibly the most influential group in the actual era. everybody knows at least one of these members you know you, you could put every one of them in, on their individual careers alone but it's uh, Billy Gunn and friends. It's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I waited so long for that. It.
2: It no, it's it, China and friends,
1: it's, boy. It's D generation X. So another two-time Hall of Famer, Shawn Michaels. The game, Triple H, the badass Billy Gunn, the Road Dog, Jesse James, the Ninth Wonder of the World, China, and Shawn, the One, Two, Three Kid X back. Yeah. So all six members going in. Tell me, where the hell is Tori? Where is Tori? <laughs> where is Holmes? Morgan?
2: Where's uh, Stephanie McMahon? Where's really? IRS? Yeah. Where's well,
0: Rick, no, Rick Rude? Oh, Rick Rude. Oh, Rick yeah. Yeah, you are just mistaken because IRS be and case. all,
2: let's throw him in there. <laughs> oh, I fucking throw IRS if in there. So. Black, black, <laughs> black, they all look the same. Are we going to take them all at once or are we going to break it down? Ha-ha, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, <yeah. Best.
1: laughs> Thanks for that, see you later. He's <laughs> <laughs> wicked all day to say that. Mm. So, DX, I think this is... One of the ways That I don't mind a two time Hall of Famer When it is a massive faction But I think tag teams are about As we talked about earlier You know If the tag team's good enough to go in And one's already in The other one should just get their own induction D-Generation X So first of all let's just Favourite DX moments Nathan I'll start with you
3: On the spot um, Well I mean We did prepare this show A, bit, I know, a week I in know. advance <laughs> <laughs> um, Give you something that happened to DX Go. Mm-hmm. Austin dropping the whoever it was in the, the DX bus. Ah he drops like a compact.
1: on yeah. the DX
3: Express. on it my head there, yeah. DX evading
0: WCW.
2: That's always a classic. And I like the night after WrestleMania when Sharmiko's retires and it's Triple H announcing that he's going to reform DX under his new leadership because I think that was the turning point in Triple H's career.
1: I'll go with the classic mocking the nation because <laughs> it is, and I was. It's not aged well, but it's one of those ones, and we actually talked about it on the controversial side of wrestling, so like myself and Kwaku, that Kwaku found it funny, and my thing was, if it's something that makes fun of a certain group, or race, or certain types of people, religion, whatever, and someone of that race, religion, colour is not offended... It's people who aren't of that race, religion or colour They turn around and go You should be offended We're offended on your behalf You know It's not aged well But at the time It was fine It's a classic skit And you know It's still fun You know The the entire nation went Yeah on you go Yeah So uh, For me that's their classic skit So We'll just talk about everyone Just a wee bit individually First off China There was a lot of there's been a lot of controversial Hall of Famers that have done controversial things outside the ring China's adult film career I don't think any of us would say took away from what she did in the ring No, and you know the fact that Hulk Hogan's been brought back we've mentioned him a lot on this show we don't want Hulk back it, it's done sorry Hulk you fucked it yeah. but Hulk Hogan is someone you can google and find racist rants mm-hmm. and criminal charges against his son for reckless driving and you know a sex tape, which was the big reason they didn't want to bring China back. It just throws that whole Triple H logic of what if my child goes on and Googles Your Name argument. She is going in, so you know that is a victory in itself, but it's just a shame she's not here to get it.
2: Yeah, exactly. She did porn shit, murder anyone, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, put things in context. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, it's astonishing to me she hasn't been in before. Um, she was a huge part of Triple H's character from the get go huge part of DX from the get go had some great moments remember when she came number one contender Mm -hmm. to the WWE Championship first woman to enter the Men's Royal Rumble match had that Classic victory against Ivory, which is often overlooked at WrestleMania, but that was a good rivalry really yeah. in. And I know it was somewhat of a squash and end up, but it's a good moment to see China lifting that women's title at WrestleMania. It's an iconic image. She's an iconic performer for the company, and I don't think it's a question that she should have been in before now.
3: Yeah. Can't be for that. It's just exactly completely agree with Dave, um, but I do think she did deserve to go in on her own. She was that much of a trailblazer, especially for women's wrestling. Yeah, getting up following the guys You know, you're talking
0: about uh, Earlier on you made the point of a women's single match At WrestleMania, she'd done that She actually won a men's title She won the Intercontinental title Great round Jericho I'm not upset that she's not in as a singles competitor Her time will come No question, you'd have seen that now Uh, She's a pioneer, she was 20 years ahead of the game If she was about now She would be running that that women's division WrestleMania 35, she'd have been the main event, and I don't even know if Becky would have been that, I think she might have taken over from Becky's whole spotlight or whatever, mm-hmm. but she was ahead of the game, she's definitely going to go on mm-hmm. on her own, It's a matter of time, but she's one of these people two time, they totally well deserve
2: it. And she's the exact uh, encapsulation of intergender wrestling yeah. done right, because she was never Sometimes she's presented as an underdog in the match But it was never presented as though China has no chance of winning here What is she doing in this in the ring with this guy? Like she was presented as a fighter and a warrior and a gladiator And that's what I love about the China character Like not even you can take the woman out of it And like depending on whether you like her or not That's absolutely fine But the China character is like peak WWE And mm-hmm. doesn't get enough credit for the success of the attitude here as a whole Never mind going in the Hall of Fame No absolutely like, You talk about she entered the 99 Royal Rumble number 30
0: Nobody expected to win, and everyone tried to go in and get flung out right away. What's the first thing she do? She goes after her boyfriend in the match, Mark Kenny, kicks a crap him and throws him out the ring. He was the world's strongest man at that point, is the odds on favourite to win it. That just shows how much they thought, right, we can let you win it, but we're going to let you have a big moment. That's how much they thought of her.
1: There was always talk backstage, and I think, it's a shame we're not in, we weren't in the era we're in now. Where women are getting more opportunities because although she did get a lot of men's opportunities, there was always that hesitation from Vince McMahon to not give her the big one, give her the title. And it's all, it's, it's just a shame we're not in that time now, you know. That's been class,
0: man. Can you mm-hmm. imagine that? She'd have been a phenomenal heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal.
1: Even if it was just for a couple of months. Even if it was just like a Mick Foley, like a two, or three week grand. Yeah. Even if
0: they did it like the Kane thing, the mm-hmm. one night, mm-hmm. uh, because it's not going to happen again yeah because it's, it's much as a lot like Becky, out. yeah it's not like it's much of a lot of Becky and Charlotte and Ronda's compares mm-hmm. they ain't never been on the universal title the yeah, WWE yeah. title mm-hmm. but the thought of like her for one night <coughs> doesn't matter who's the champion Undertaker, Rock, Kane, Austin mm-hmm. piece of crap at once and then they get the rematch closed and they could do the dirty on her
2: oh, attacker totally. from behind ref comes through when, and you talk about trailblazers as well. We wouldn't have the model of like we wouldn't have people like Beth Phoenix who's coming back recently. We wouldn't have a Nia Jax. We wouldn't have these bigger women who are outside the mold of the models WWE used to hire. If you didn't
1: have China doing it first in the nineties,
3: yeah. I think if she was still alive and on good terms with WWE, she'd be a headliner. I think.
1: I think she would. She would definitely been in that battle Royal. I think.
3: In terms of Hall of Fame, I mean... Like like oh, no, no, Hall of Fame, yeah, Hall of
1: Fame, out. and I think she would have been in the Women's Rumble mm-hmm. yep. about Royal Battle and all that much. Slower. And Evolution. I, evolution, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a shame, it a plus a classic work with Eddie Guerrero, and even as you said, <laughs> okay. Eddie Guerrero beat her for the Intercontinental title because she got knocked down and he hugged her, but her shoulders were down, so he <laughs> accidentally mm-hmm. pinned her. Mm-hmm. You could have done that. Ah. Like Mark Henry, maybe. You know He would have get his moments In Chris
0: Stregel Was also apparently Said The best rivalry I've ever had Was with China He loved working with her He said like, I, I could throw her Out in the ring I knew she take it And I knew she Throw me about in the ring See I think and We could do it Right And When you look back At that rivalry I don't remember A poor match that, Ever
1: That's a recent what one it? though. I think with Jericho Because in his book Originally he slated yeah, up I And he, that, he yeah. got a massive backlash mm, yeah. So I think Now he's really What did he say in the book? He basically he basically implied she was only there because of Triple H. Mm. And then I think... Triple the, H didn't have
0: that pull back then.
1: I think the... Yeah, it was like more the click that had the pull. Like Triple H had to go through people to yeah. get pull. He wouldn't have been able to get that much pull for China. So we go from China to X-Pac. X-Pac was one... I think we all thought he would be the only click guy never to go in. I think when you look back in these matches... Classic match with Razor Ramon... Some great matches in the light heavyweight and cruiserweight division, and both WWF and WCW. Mm. Great matches with the likes of Rock. He was. We always talk about how Kane brought Daniel Bryan out of his shell and mm. gave him a comedy aspect and a more likable aspect in WWE. Expected that for Kane mm. years before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the first guy to get Kane to talk. Mm-hmm. He had feuds with the Rock. He had feuds. He ended up feuding with Kane. He had feuds with the Road Dogg. Teamed with the Road Dogg. Great feuds with the Dudley's. Is it good to see, it's good to see him go in, but I think, although he does deserve it, we all knew he would only go in in a group
3: with X-Pac. I don't know, I think he would have been inducted on his own. I think um, when you hear guys talk about, like Benoit, Malenko, Guerrero, it's been like smaller guys who influenced like Grand Football. At the time when it was Land of the Giants, who influenced other smaller guys to get in the rest and the Yankees in that category. And I does there's, there's three on his own, yeah. Uh, I think he would have won eventually, uh, but he deserves to win won. And plus, one of my
0: favourite rival no. was Shooting Man. Shooting Man, he was a European yeah. title, mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a great mid-car champion. And you always knew you were going to get at least a 7 out of 10
2: matchup. Yeah. Didn't you have many poor matches? And People seem to have this problem with mid-carders going in. Like they're just as important part of the show as the main, main event. Maybe they weren't drawing mm-hmm. people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have a great mid-card, then it's going to keep people invested throughout the entirety of the yeah, show. X-Pac exactly. mm-hmm. was a strong, steady hand in the mid-card. I just wish he, he had the worst phase in the business. See, <laughs> so when he comes back, he's like, raise some hell and light of all noise. He's like, no one cares, mate. Stop trying to make it happen. He's always used. Stop
1: trying to
3: make think <laughs> exactly. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> Vince always used them as a measuring stick for buying a new talent. If he had a good match
1: with X Pac, then he'd have mm-hmm. a good run. He did. He, he had the sort of it used to be called X Pac heat. I think it'd be called Dolph Ziggler heat now because it just got to the point it was so over, but then it got to a point around about 2001 where people were just sick of X Pac. And much of the people are sick of Dolph Ziggler now, and it was a shame, I think. The fact that he's went away Much of Dolph went away We would have appreciated him a bit more
3: Yeah
1: And I think It is good he's going in So We'll go from then, them To The Outlaws Billy Gunn Holding up <laughs> <laughs> Road Does Jesse James
3: Let's go back to F Backside so When he When he came back to DF It kind of kick started the trend where are younger, doury you story guys. But mm-hmm. now, general with Duf and turned the tide
1: in Monday Night Live. Yeah, because relative oh, yeah. like the likes of are, yeah. the, the radicals, I should say. Couldn't even say it. The radicals, Jericho, and more. You know, as you said, that's that's a very good point. Um, so this ironically started with another Hall of Famer, Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man took then known as the Roddy, who was teaming with Jeff Jarrett under his wing because Jeff Jarrett left. And then Was it No sorry The roadie Had been left Which is hard to remember The roadie (laughs) The roadie Had left uh, Jeff Jarrett And Jeff Jarrett Left the company And Honky Tonk Man Had Billy Gunn As his New (laughs) protege, And the roadie Came out and said Don't be with him Because I carried People For far too long You deserve better And These two guys That couldn't get over On their own Became all of a sudden Mister Ass and the trash talking machine that was Road Dogg Jesse James. It was just, it's just so bizarre when you think of the origins of it. Like you think of them just being recruited into DX mm-hmm. as already solid stars. They were people on the verge of being released. Yeah. They were like they were the, the equivalent of the Ascension back in the day, <laughs> and so quickly they became such a successful tag team, six time WWE champ- tag team champions. Both Intercontinental Champions, both Hardcore Champions, Billy Gunn's a 1999 King of the Ring. I will defend that till the day I die, much like I do Mabel's 1995 King of the Ring. Mm. <laughs> and it's just, it's great to see them go in. I think they could have went in as a team on their own, mm. but it's good to see them go in with DX, I think. Their popularity all comes from DX, as we've seen when they try to split them up in '99.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're unbelievably over, is mm. they? They had the crowd channeling with their entrance and everything. I think people forget actually how over they were. Mm.
1: Yeah. and
2: it was great when they came back as well like, mm-hmm. even the most recent run like that was like turning back the clock a bit for me because mm-hmm. like, you yeah. looked at them both and you're like you're both still really quite decent workers mm-hmm. but they were coming in mm-hmm. sure they won the belts mm-hmm. but it was against Cody Rhodes who could have recovered anyway and then Agent dust. so it wasn't as though they were like bidding any younger talent and they put over the shield like really well at that year's mm-hmm. Wrestlemania over in the attitude era would have went in as a tag team anyway alright to see them in as D-Generation DG, DG X very happy And yeah, and also they helped pave the
0: way to put Edson Christian the Harveys, these the Dudley's over and they built the tag team wrestling as we know mentioned yesterday Steve mentioned I'm not a fan of tag wrestling but you go back in that attitude era they're the pioneers that kept it going because after LOD went Mm. there was nobody there to take over that mantle they two came in and went (laughs) right we'll and division and within four years there's never that was the greatest tag team wrestling ever there's never been anything
2: close to it It It's the peak of tag team
0: wrestling Yeah in any any uh, no promotion anywhere in the world ever that was it in the tag team matches the matches people will want to watch nobody cared about bit main event when you knew TLC was on you didn't care that Rock and Awesome are finally like that you wanted to see Jeff Hardy get speared 20 feet off the ground that's what you wanted you know, you know. is it what pop you're going to get and, that's, and they're the guys that set the groundwork
2: and put the foundations in and rightfully deserve to win. won you know the only thing I'd say is that I don't know I think Chuck yeah, um, It's a bit harder to
1: fight <laughs> you. That. that could have been the induction. Yes, Yes, uh, Chuck's gonna petition yeah. his former lover is not taking him back, but and Kay best. Quick is ready to get rowdy. But <laughs> Road Dog has abandoned him <laughs> once again. <laughs> He's um, Bart Gunn as well. Bart got Oh, for fuck's sake, don't mention Scott McLeod on the podcast. <laughs> You're Bart. <laughs> <So, mom. laughs> shut it. I've always been the Billy. <laughs> And the thing you mentioned, obviously, they helped pave the way for big boom in tag team wrestling. But for a wee while, much like the Usos in WWE from like 2012 to 2014, there was only really one steady team, and that was the Outlaws. You know, the, you look at them; it was like Undertaker and like Show and then the uneasy alliance of Shawn Michaels and Austin and Sh- uh, Austin and Undertaker and Austin and Dude Love and Austin and his partner of the week and Kane and X Pac and Rock and Sock. You know. These were always guys who would split off back in a singles competition But the likes of the Outlaws stayed as a team And I think you saw the tag team division suffer When in '99 they tried to put them in separate mm-hmm. separate categories So I think everything's been said that could be said about Sean Michaels being a WWE Hall of Famer You know, back when he was inducted, since he's been inducted We're going to end talking about, to me, possibly one of the most deserving wrestlers to go in the Hall of Fame ever he knew how to play the game He is the game He is Triple H I think Even if he never wrestled a match His contributions From NXT And the current product Are just Undeniable He's just such a, He just gets wrestling He gets what the current crowd want And I think that's why NXT's done so well But you know From his wrestling career as well Classic rivalries With the best of the best The Rock Austin Undertaker Kane Start with Nathan some of your favourite
3: Triple H memories some matches just I just remember it was being one probably one of the best deals I've seen um, when I first started watching the UF, it, was, it was it was him against Foley actually it was the main rivalry. Then going didn't time against The Rock and I hated him I absolutely hated him just everything about him the smarmyness he was a stepping man just everything and he's kind of continued that he's been a face throughout his career as well but he's always been a guy that people love to hate mm-hmm. and that's his best style, certainly.
1: I think the thing as well they always mention and Don't get me wrong I think we can all agree He's had certain things And certain privileges From being mm-hmm. The son-in-law of Vince mm-hmm. McMahon But you don't get that far If you can't wrestle As well as okay. Triple H can mm-hmm. He's always He's always been Like much like We talked about The Marco Genetti He's always been The second place to Sean But he's Pretty damn good And he's alright I think <laughs>
0: Well like I mentioned yesterday In the show if you go back, it just what happened, it came up on Facebook, it was Kane versus him at WrestleMania 15, mm-hmm. and you see how poor he actually was back then, mm-hmm. his timing, his movement, he just didn't look fit. And really back to the WCW days, they weren't great, you could see why he really struggled, but that after that WrestleMania something just clicked on him, and they would say about the 2000 period, that's when he yeah. became the guy, mm-hmm. and just on your point, I th- I'd actually go as far to say his privilege is the greatest heel wrestling's mm-hmm. ever had. Mm-hmm. I'd agree like with that. Like that. Yeah. So when he up. goes a full deep in there, you literally just want to... want to get a knife yeah. mm-hmm. and just... You really do, because he knows how to get into your swim. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's he's been a decent... I'd say he's been a decent face. It hasn't been an overwhelming, phenomenal mm-hmm. face. He's never been like a rock and a Boston, but he's he's always had quality matches and as I was saying yesterday as well, it's so at worst game, He gets better wage. Mm-hmm. You look at him fight, you know, at the Saudi Arabia show, and you compare that to the 99 WrestleMania, it's not the same guy. You just look, at you know, that can't be the same guy, and you're like, no, it is. This guy's better and better. And look at his shape it's 49, and he's in better shape then, now, as it, than he was 20 years ago. He was, you know, 20 year ago. Mm-hmm. You know 29. Um, absolutely deserving to go in. Uh, but I've seen a lot of heat about it, because the trilogies are saying, oh, he needs to go in. This is his way of testing the water to see can go in. That guy deserves to go in. He will be a three-time Hall of Famer. No doubt. Mm. I forget the fact that he's married to Stephanie, he won with DX, he'll go on himself and he will go on Revolution. Yeah. No yeah. questions. Yeah. Um, that would make Absolutely you, phenomenal. Yeah. And the best thing I love about him, he's more than happy to put anyone over.
2: And that's, that's the point I was going to make like yeah, you talked about his improvement he's always saying he was a student of the game he always like we've known that he's had this encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling uh, since he came in he always worked to try and improve himself so the fact that he came from where he was to where he is today one of the best wrestlers I've <coughs> ever seen on the planet is, is something but it's like you're saying Alan like look at the amount of people in the roster who don't owe their careers to Triple H but always set part of their push or be taken to that next level thanks yeah. to Triple H you look at your Randy Orton's revolution you look at your Batistas you Look at your John Cena's, you know what I mean? You look, even at Edge and Randy Orton rated RKO, if he didn't get that injury, he was more than willing to put them over, you know what I mean? Um, you look at even today, he's put over basically every member of The Shield, like mm. he's had great matches at WrestleMania against The Undertaker, losing mm. both times, going out and he's back to The Undertaker and the end of the other match. And Ross, like you say, inventing NXT, coming up with that concept, mm. trying to take the WWE in a new direction and try to refresh it. Triple H is phenomenal one of the greatest wrestlers of all time to say that he shouldn't be in a hall of fame just because he's married to the boss's mm-hmm. daughter is quite frankly farcical, I think. Yeah, totally.
0: There's only two things the some the only thing I really don't like about Triple H is his whole career. Yeah, that stupid Prince Albert <laughs> <laughs> cast him. Yeah. That he just looked creepy. Yeah, I, just, I, no. I think that
1: was his Lenny look he wanted to pay yeah. on. Yeah. Because he grew up for WrestleMania when yeah. he played him to the ring, yeah. and then he kept it for
3: like another three years. Was a Big fan of Harley Race as well. That's yeah, same yeah. Well. yeah, that, yeah. Was,
0: that was just dark. You, know know like like you, yeah. know, you yeah. learn from you. It's like, but oh, no, he says the only mistake of Randy's career
2: is the mullet. You know, you, you learn and mm-hmm. move on. From um, my first exposure to <laughs> Triple H actually was WrestleMania 22. Just mm-hmm. before 22 was when I started watching. I remember being scared of him as a wee guy. It's like you were saying, even he's one of the greatest heels of all time. i coming out with that sledgehammer. And what's yeah. good about wrestling is when it's believable. I look at Triple H and I think if I saw him in a dark. Ali carrying that hammer, I am a dead man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the type of image he has. Well to
0: put a point across, right? Um so here's what this can't hear us, right? Now. My pal Scott and I were talking uh, years ago when Triple H first cut his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. spitting an image of her dad. <laughs> I was terrified. I'm like watching like her dad coming to the ring with a sledgehammer going right?
1: as we all know one of the H's in Triple H stands for Hazel so I think that was (laughs) only fitting that's exactly
2: and do you know what I know it's a minor thing but a big part of a wrestler's character is the look and when he cut his hair I was afraid that it was going to take something away from Triple H but to be fair I think he owns it now Like looks yeah total beard envy here total envy. I want that beard
0: he's got
1: He's, do you know what he looks like It looks like a warrior out of Skyrim I mentioned Skyrim on far too many episodes. he looks like, he's like that awesome God God God, 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 I mean,
0: I God. he really does maybe he should voice a dragon I'll well, <laughs> just bring it one last But it's just when you were talking about him being a student of the game I think it was the very first Tough Enough he was doing it and oh, yeah. he's sitting there and Josh Matthews is the only name I can remember it's in the crowd is trying to and he's like why should I be a wrestler and a like, world well, champion and he's like Op why do you want to be a wrestler and he's really digging and mm-hmm. he starts off with character but you see him bits like that and you see him probably coming out it's about entertaining mm-hmm. it's about believing but he's making people who are not fans that don't want to believe you are that person you are going to do that to that person and take that sale and you know I don't think there's anyone out there in the world that has a passion for wrestling is that man mm-hmm. I'll argue anyone nobody and I mean like he's probably the most passionate person about wrestling on our podcast. Yeah. He leaves her for dust. No offense,
2: Sarah, but he does. <laughs> You know the guy knows what he's doing, and just to, that's one of the reasons I'm really excited for the Triple H Batista match coming up. Just to keep it a bit topical, because Triple H is that student of the game Batista. If you read his autobiography, is also that mm-hmm. those two are going to go out there, and it's going to be like old school WWE. And I don't mean that to disparage the current mm-hmm. product, but we're going to get a great story. We're going to get a well-paced match. This is going to be like it's not going to be a technical match in the sense that you're not going to see them like go from submission hold to submission hold. But in terms of classic storytelling. Look out for Triple H, but at mm. WrestleMania, by the way. That's that's a good shout, actually.
1: It's very good, right? So, safe to say, I think we agree. Just about every single one of them deserves to go in, except Nathan's against the Beefcake.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a good class of Hall of Fame, I think. we all. Any complaints we had is just the fact that the two timer thing for Ric Flair has been sort of ruined. Mm. It's not. It's not yeah. been a gradual. It's not as if they did. Harlem Heat one year TX one year The Hart Foundation The next year yeah. the fact that They did them all at once If it was just Like Sean and DX This year mm-hmm. Like when it was first
0: announced mm-hmm. I think it would have been
1: Absolutely spoiling I, I, I wouldn't be able to argue it. I think Another faction I think deserves to go in And Two of them are already In the Hall of Fame The other two Will be in the Hall of Fame I think on their own Because they were very pop. One was one of the most Popular of all time One was very popular In the Attitude Era Nation of Domination. Yeah. Have, yeah. Godfather's already in. Yep. Mark Henry's already yep. in. Evil <laughs> <Hilo> Brown <laughs> deserves to be in. I think we all, we all agree that Farouk is already in. Sorry, I should say there's five of them. And The Rock we've mentioned him. And if you want to add them in, hopefully one day we do get them in. One heart. Own heart?
2: Yeah. The thing with the Nation though is like it's going to be like the biggest pop for The Rock. Can you imagine The Rock coming out to the Nation music with the other members of the Nation now? I, you I just can't get can't get really do whole.
1: I'm up I, don't, I, yeah. think I don't want The Rock to wear a suit at that Hall of Fame. I want him to wear the big black <laughs> t-shirt with the big white R on it it's just it's yeah. it's the worst and yet greatest t-shirt in wrestling history it's just a big R if he goes in because of that he has to go with the hair
0: back and
2: the huge to get yes. the curls
1: back yes. he needs to
2: go back to like
1: 1997, rock. Right? Well, well the
2: pyjamas I don't know if we're talking about stables I'm still holding out for King Booker's
1: court to go in there man I mean that could fit King Booker a three time Hall of and it gets William Regal in there like you want yeah and Finlay Finlay yeah. he deserves it and then Charnel do you know well, what I mean I thought they were not...
0: going to have for three times, three times, three times.
1: <laughs> oh God, is there some way we can get Booker T in five times? I just think that King Booker's Court, King Booker as itself, and then <laughs> the Comment He was in the
3: uh, Misfits and Action, G- G- GI
1: Bro, yeah.
2: um, and him Goldust. They'll buy TNA, yes. put him in with the main event Mafia, put in WCW
1: as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's as a 7 then. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, he won six World well, Titles. Pre-show panels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he, was, he watched it was a great commentator as
1: well oh, I hated hate him as a commentator
0: I, I liked him as a commentator
1: I hated him And then we got the coach And the only reason I thought coach was better Was because Coach only spoke nonsense Once an hour For his <laughs> word of error Booker T Talked nonsense constantly
0: nah, really? you have seen that With Byron Saxon
3: I like really? Like a, an we're
2: getting boy. into commentators and wrestling <laughs>
3: now for me
2: Bayern just needs to get ganged oh,
3: for <laughs>
2: a I, well, boss. I like the moment I think
0: boss, Rene's boss I enjoy yeah, Rene
3: well,
2: so
1: well and then it just went downhill moving swiftly on <laughs> <laughs> moving veering wildly back on topic this has been our Hall of Fame show I'd like to thank the panel Alan for both being on the panel and hosting us here today no worries thanks so much Nathan yeah, a pleasure, thank you. David Gamble. I can't wait to win back my title this week. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Hockney.
3: <laughs>
2: so you're doing Anyone but Hockney. <laughs>
1: what David is referring to is our monthly sweeps, which we are now doing two of this month. We are doing a sweeps on Friday for our ESSR title and a sweeps on Sunday for our ESSR title once again. Sarah and myself will be live tweeting uh, NXT TakeOver New York, so... Follow us on Twitter at Suplex Retweet. Also find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, anywhere that... Anywhere. Google us. Google, Google Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. We're there. Suplexretweet.com. Exactly. You'll find our website. It'll take you anywhere you want to go. The magical mystery tour. This is a horrible outro. But... Yeah, find us there uh, I'll be live tweeting Part of Wrestlemania I'm getting help to do it I'm not doing all Eight pissing hours <laughs> <laughs> And catch up On the rest of the week We have had An interview with T.J. Perkins Which is an absolutely Fantastic lesson By Stephen Wilson Andy Mitchell Hosted a great show Proving once again Why he's better than David Campbell Really? <laughs> <Last week>. <laughs> <laughs> about, about Batista Derek Kermaghan Was back in the Hosting chair Talking Kofi Kingston oh, Sarah Grieve Was hosting NXT Takeover Preview uh, Scott McLeod hosted the best of the rest talking about all the independent shows happening around WrestleMania weekend David Hockney uh, <laughs> the former champ but, but soon to be former champ uh, the former host, hosted a great undercard show uh, Steve Wilson will be hosting a main card show that will be this Saturday Alan McLucas here will be hosting our next day instant reactions
0: hopefully here as well
1: yes hopefully here as well (laughs) Uh, Steve Wilson will be back next week for our live show hosting our full in-depth weekend review I recently got a chance to interview Al Snow that'll be available on Sunday and Ryan Gallagher recently got a chance to interview current WWE backstage correspondent Scott Stanford yes
2: future Hall of Famer
1: so keep an eye out for that you look you heard how long it took me to get all that out in the open. There is so much there and there is so much more. There's interviews with Seth Rollins, The Miz, Lionheart, Mark Dallas, James Storm. Every single member of the filthy generation. We have so much there. So many shows on The Rock, Austin, women's wrestling as a whole. A women's only show. We'll get reviews of GLOW, pay-per-views, everything. Give us a subscribe, eat, sleep, suplex, retweet, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify and Android podcasting sites. Thank you very much. Good night. Listen, c- I don't care what the... F- you think you're doing whatever you think is more important in your life you honking bag of tips you know what you should be doing you should be going online you should be subscribing you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat sleep suplex retweet whatever the you're doing that's what you should be doing I don't care if it's your mum's birthday I don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now
3: Sports Social Podcast Network